0: We just got done rec- we just got done recording C two C pod uh a night early, obviously. I, I we were talking about that earlier. Uh I did make the threat on there that if we don't get ten rates or reviews by next Monday, the Colin's not allowed back on the C
1: two C pod. No, so, we're not gonna get any then.
0: Just no, throwing just that out. Right?
1: So so to Mr. Kelly, Colin Kelly here, uh, just just to point this out, I don't think that matters, if I'm being honest. the Yes, they, they did have a, a great connection in high school. They do have that. I don't think Ryan Day is going to care about that when it comes to looking at that job next year. Like he's not going to start McCord over Brown because they have that connection.
2: Say what the question was, Matthew, so people listen to this later. Well,
1: Colin asked, does McCord or Brown take over for Stroud next year? And then he said, McCord and Marvin Harrison Jr. have the high school connection, can't be overlooked uh, for next season, which they did have a great connection there, but I I don't think that that factors in at all to Ryan Day's decision. I 100 expect him to go based on whoever is better in spring and fall, and that's who's going to get the job. And I honestly think, too, based on things I've heard, Behind closed doors. I think we're going to have an answer to this by spring next year. I think if it well, who is, is it gonna not, be? Well, you guys already know who who you think it's going to be. Or I, who I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be McCord. But I will say that if it is not, he will tell McCord before the end of spring to allow him to transfer. From, from what I've heard. So I do think it's going to be McCord. I just think he values everything. You two, I've, I've given you guys the props on this before. You two are very right on the thing with Stroud on him being there, and everything I've heard is that he really values being in the system for multiple years and understanding. And if everything I've heard is that, because we can all be honest, like he he did not look great in that Akron game, and he improved a little bit when he came in in mop-up duty in those games later on, but he did not look great in some of those games. And everything I have heard and read and have been told is that he has looked amazing in spring and in fall. So I I do think that he is going to take over that job next year. Now, whether that means Devin Brown transfers out, I don't know. I would think so, but.
2: The the reason why I always thought it was going to be C.J. Stroud is is what you just hit on. Listen, I've had lots of football coaches. All football coaches are conservative. 95% 95% of them are conservative. They're going to play upperclassmen. They're going to pe- play the people that have experience. I mean, that's just the way they are. My coach um, uh, in college, I can't tell you how many times we ran quarterback dive at the goal line just because it was a – first of all, our quarterback was good at it, but it was a, a play where the potential for um, mistake – or something going bad happened, bad happening was just diminished because he just run into the back a lot, quarterback sweep right, quarterback sweep left. We ran that all the time. And I just think that lots of coaches fit that mold, even Ryan Day. Even Ryan Day. So they're not going to come in and start a true freshman. That's why I think even with Dylan Rayola coming in uh, this, I guess, December or January, I still think that he's going to sit you know, to Devin Brown or, or, yeah. he um, next,
1: next, next. Oh, it's He's not. He's a 24 commit. Um, oh, no, so I, go, okay. yeah, yeah. still. So the only way I see Rayola starting as a freshman is if McCord wins the job and then Devin Brown transfers out. Cause I don't know that they'll, I don't know that Day will bring in a transfer portal quarterback unless someone that he, Highly regards as in the transfer portal. He'll bring them in to start. I think at that point he will roll with Rayola. But. Wait, if, so they're only
2: going to have. Who are the, the scholarship quarterbacks when the spring comes? This year? Just, just No, next year. And when the spring next comes, year who are be the it's just uh,
1: McCord, Brown, and Brock Glenn. I don't think Brock. Glenn, oh, Brock, okay. Brock Glenn's going to transfer at some point. He's not. Hmm. He's so not, really in my just, opinion, he's not as good as M- McCord or Brown. Like, not even in So that just category.
2: McCord and Brown. That seems like. That seems like a light quarterback depth chart for Ohio State. They usually like well, to that,
1: that's why drawn. they went out and got Brock Glenn to come in next year. They wanted to make sure they had three guys in the room.
0: Glenn, and I mean – so, so I know that all these kids think that they're like the best, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Like, you know, I'm going to go challenge the best. A kid like Brock Glenn has to be aware going into it that the likelihood of him actually playing at Ohio State is so incredibly low that he probably doesn't – like he seems like the kind of guy that just sits there for four years.
2: Yes, I no. actually,
1: from what I've been told, the only reason he's going there is because he wants to learn from Day and Dennis for a year or two, mm-hmm. and then transfer out. He knows he's not starting. He's going That's there to not learn a from a them. Bad strategy. I it's, it's not a really bad strategy. Not that bad. And I, I brought that up on the recruiting right. video as well. Like I, because I, I mean, again, if you're in our nil chat, you would have been told this like five days before Brock Glenn committed. Like I was told like five days ahead of time Brock Glenn's coming to Ohio State. And, and a lot of that was that he just wants to go there and develop like they he's a very um what's it what's it, like he's a he has a very safe floor. I think like he's got the talents to be a decent quarterback. I mean, he doesn't have like Rayola's upside, Devin Brown's it, upside. But. Well,
2: I mean, well, there's something we're not saying here. It sounds like that kid is thinking about being eventually being a G.A. for somebody and being, a, you know, getting on the staff mm-hmm. as a graduate assistant and going the coaching route. I mean, because that's why I would want to go,
1: you know, Maybe. learn I mean, from Ryan
2: Day. I mean, it's going to.
1: The the one comp that get, keeps getting thrown to him, and I feel like this is an outlier comp, but, hey, if you want to believe in yourself and go for it, uh, more power to you is, is Mac Jones. Like, that's what a lot of people say they think Brocklin could end up doing is go learn, learn in an offense like that for a couple of years and transfer out, have a good season or two. Maybe you get drafted in the first round and then you produce. Because I do think he's a decent quarterback. He just doesn't have. The upside, at least in my opinion, I'm a nobody, but in my opinion, he doesn't have the upside of Devin Brown or Cotton.
3: When's the last? Well, you time wonder. We've. Now, I was just gonna say you wonder too if Alabama's doing the same thing, or these kids that are going to Alabama at quarterback doing the same thing. Like I think Eli Holstein, yeah. like I don't think he is the future there, and they just <laughs> brought in whatever his name is as well. um He's slipping my mind. That just committed Dylan Lonergan. Yeah, like just those are to two top 12 quarterbacks yeah. who, I, I mean, I don't know that either of them are the future there. So, yeah, I mean, you got to think that these kids are probably doing something very similar to Brock Klein. I, I actually don't think it's a bad strategy. You sit in the system, you learn, and then you transfer maybe to another Power 5 program. And you say, hey, I have all this experience under Ryan Day. I understand what it takes to operate a high offense at a high level. Give me a shot. And I think that's honestly a compelling story. I I I actually never thought about it that way, but it really is a good idea. If you're not like a, if you're a top recruit, but you're not like an elite level recruit. Like, quarterback.
1: I I think that's why we're seeing a lot of these top guys commit to schools. Like like Ricky Collins tonight decommits from Purdue, who I think realistically could have started as a true freshman next year if Aiden O'Connell leaves. And he goes to LSU where Garrett Messmeyer's a redshirt freshman i believe right he only played in four games last year so he's either registered freshman or sophomore he likely starts for two years at lsu so like then maybe he gets on the field then as a sophomore junior where again granted i know we none of us really have high opinions of mike denbrock austin and myself don't have high opinions of brian kelly but that does matter to other coaches when all of a sudden it's like sitting there if Ricky Collins decides he wants to transfer out after a year or two, like, oh, I've been learning under Mike Kelly for a couple of years, or Brian Kelly after a couple of years. Like, they're going to be like, okay, we'll take you because a lot of these schools will tell you they want these transfer guys who have already been in systems over these freshmen and recruits because they don't know what they're getting with those guys.
2: I, I really think that some of these kids are thinking about the long-term game and having LSU or Notre Dame or Alabama on their resume when they want to, when they're, you know, about to graduate and they don't have an, uh, an NFL future. They want to get in coaching somewhere. I mean, there's
3: a lot of money in that too. I'm not glad to, like, I, I don't want to say who it is. I don't think it's been published um, or it's in like the public domain. So I, I won't name this player, but there is a a very high end recruit in this cycle who was asking teams about like real estate opportunity. Like that is next level. If you really want to think about kids who are thinking about their future, like that is something where I think a lot of guys are like I don't know if they're hiring financial advisors for themselves, but I really think that there is a lot of um financial education happening for some of these players, knowing that they're like the high end players knowing that they're going to get money. And they say, hey, they, you know, like a lot of these guys like take a loan out before they get paid, especially like NFL draft guys, for example, right? But I think there's a lot of more financial education going on than people really want to admit. Um so I think about I, that aspect I, I heard that
2: too, too and I can't remember isn't that I think
3: I think, I oh, think okay. Matt was the one who said it. And so I don't, I don't want to name the player who it is, but I thought that anecdote was extremely interesting.
2: Uh, Jay Haggerty asked, "What's the plan for the C two C crew this weekend?" Referring to the uh, expo, we will be there. Um, we are not presenting or doing anything crazy because Austin will not let us. So we are not going to be dressing like uh, Mormons and going to preach. Uh, to the people of Canton and yelling through loudspeakers. Matt and I are going to be live streaming from the expo. And then whoever else, you know, we can get to sit down and talk to us, which is hopefully, you know, Kane will come and talk to us and argue about things. Um, So that's what we're doing. We will be there. I think everybody
1: except for Jarek, right? No, No, Jarek will be there. Jarek is going to be there? Check yeah, the Jack, chat, be there, bro. bro. We just yeah. had this conversation. <laughs> I didn't that. I mean, not in fairness, I did not Derek know he was coming right. either until he just said that. I know he said he told us. I don't remember Nerd. him telling us, but.
3: Nerd, yeah, it's a coming, baby. We're, t- we're coming uh, for y'all.
0: I'm so. rolling up with a trunk full of beer for Chris and just opening up and be like, pick, pick, pick one here out of, out of the stash.
3: Yeah, so. we are.
2: We're all staying in the Double Tree. And uh, I'm going
0: to jump on Austin's bed. So, Alfred and I are sharing a room. I don't know who gets the bed. I feel like I should, but you should.
1: Based on not let's not give anything away behind the scenes okay? Based, on Based on what? Based on what? I claimed the
0: room happens. months in advance yeah. and then Alfred tried to show up and say that room was his. Yeah. Austin we can we can give away them. some of this stuff here. Alfred's not going to we listen. We're fine.
1: Yeah, that so. is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Alfred tried to claim a room after, like, all the rooms had been claimed, like, three months after the fact. It was like, oh, no, I definitely had one of those rooms. So, like, no, you didn't. Uh, but, yeah, I'll be, I think Austin said he might do some stuff. I'll be, like, vlogging and doing some stuff as well uh, of everything going on there. So, we'll have all kinds of coverage for, from this weekend. Should be fun. Yeah. Well, well, Kane asks, what's...
2: Kane asked, what is the NIL chat? So there are three levels of subscription at campuscan.com Walk on. Scholarship. Scholarship and yep. NIL. I cannot remember. And NIL.
1: Um, he works for the site. Though. The NIL, there is. <laughs> no, he he does owns work the for site. For the, site. <laughs>
2: for, for the uh, NIL hmm. level membership, there is an exclusive chat for those members. And so that is what um, the NIL, you know, we're response. I mean, we're generally responsive. Or I should and, say you guys and in addition And in things. addition to like
0: that yeah. chat, they get all of our DFS embedding content is like the other thing for anybody else listening. Uh, like, they are the sure. only people
1: that get that. And all three
3: guides. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, for anybody who's actually listening, the probably the best selling point on that, if you don't play DFS or do any of the betting, is if you plan on buying all three guides, which are $20 each, you're going to spend $60 anyways on top of whatever else mo- monthly or yearly membership you do. If you just do the NIL yearly, you're paying $19 for everything. Because you're going to get the three guys. You get all access to us. You get all the insider information. You're about to get the inside look at all of our recruiting stuff that we're doing. Like, the recruiting ranks that we have and everything. Like, there's all kinds of stuff. NIL and it's the out.
2: only membership where you get all three guys. Otherwise,
0: yeah. you have to yeah. buy them separate. We just did, a, we be a-, just did a, a league with a yeah. uh, bunch of NIL members, which uh, we're doing a weekly podcast on. Um, I'll be. I didn't know that. I'll be recording know. an episode here soon about the startup where I have to figure out who wants to hop on with me and maybe Chris since he just blogged it.
2: Is it going to be available to everybody?
0: No. No. Oh, just yeah. to the league.
2: Oh, I want to hear it. I'm not. Sorry,
0: Felix. Sorry, Felix. Matt, I just I heard you, know, you to about it, Felix. Felix if you for $79.99 or $79.99 or a month, you too can listen to this podcast, Felix. How's that sound? Yeah.
2: And we have yeah. uh, we have a couple of promo codes floating out there. Yeah.
0: Which you yeah. cannot
2: – I'm not even going to say it. Um, I don't want to put an idea. I don't want to put an idea. Matt, I'm excited about our morning show, our evening show, but for some reason we keep adding shit. So what are we going to be doing in the middle of the day uh, this season?
1: Well, there's a bunch of new stuff that hasn't been announced yet. That since there's some people in here, I can just talk about it. We're actually going to be doing a a daily morning show as well. Uh, so we'll, we'll be split up between a couple of us t- tackling different topics throughout the uh, each day weekday. For that, uh, We'll be doing some high school stuff. David, Matt, Pal, and myself are going to be trying to bring you guys a bunch of high school content this year so you guys can know who's coming up next. And then at l- I know I will be one of the people. I don't know who else is going to be helping this, but we will be doing some midday check-ins on Saturdays. It'll mostly be in the voice chat in Discord. Where we'll just kind of fire up the stages and start talking about like what happened in the morning games, big plays, whatever it was. Talk about the games coming up. Just to kind of get you guys set up for Coast to Coast because it is quite a lengthy to between. It's Sorry, coast forgot. For the retired Coast to Coast. Now college football tonight, fantasy tonight?
2: College fantasy tonight.
1: College fantasy we,
2: we tonight. We name things exactly what they are.
1: Gotcha. Thomas college fantasy
3: Just fantasy. like just Trayvon Rudolph named.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. if, if if we name things <laughs> exactly, exactly named Trayvon are, Rudolph. we probably is should follow is. Mike's advice and change this to college football debate, but that's besides the point. We uh so to give everybody a little bit of uh in case you missed us between Tailgate and what is now college fantasy tonight, uh, we'll be doing some midday check-in stuff all throughout the season every week, maybe 30 minutes hour. We'll see how much, you know, how much fun people have with it and we'll uh Talk a lot of college football. So we're going to this have two to shows,
2: fun. and we're going to be essentially doing a p- podcast in the middle of the day, but um, in, in our Discord channel. I just got some really bad news. Lots well, of breaking good. bad news. So there, there are some shoes that I have been waiting to get my hands on. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I'm thinking what? like a family member is sick <laughs> or something. Austin, happened. Austin, Austin is like- here. Hold on. I didn't
1: get my $1,200
3: shoes.
2: They're not $1,200. Austin's Art
3: is on his sleeve right now. As the another shoe guy on this they
2: This is a rare colorway of the Nike Air Vapor Max, University Blue. Like, I have been looking for these shoes and trying to get them for a very long time. I found some, and I found some in my size. I ordered them. They were supposed to be here Friday, and I just got a, we're sorry, your order is ta- it taking so long. We're working hard to fulfill your order, but we don't have it yet, which leads me to believe is they may have like I might have been too late. But (sighs) listen, if you are listening, if you are within the sound of my voice and you can get me get your hands or get me a pair of Nike Vapor Max Plus in the blue metallic or university blue colorway. You see it said the the, two different ways. I, I mean, I'll just, I'll be indebted to you forever. I'll be indebted to you forever. Hit me up at Sharp Review on
0: Twitter because I am heartbroken right now. I thought that I had solved this problem. I think for the record, Chris, uh, Felix and I might be looking at different types of shoes. Just if I had to guess based on <laughs> what he's
1: talking <laughs> yes. about here.
3: Not exactly I'm a sneak. i going to go with the S. Yes. You're you're more of a uh, Chukka boot guy.
0: No, I don't own mm-hmm. a pair of chukkas, but boots and stuff. Yeah, nice dress shoes. Yeah. Hey.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, uh, serious oh, question. Right. M- Check Mr- the chat. I
0: you, you know the, I feel very strongly about these. Either you just go for a full boot or you just go for a you know a, reg- like a regular shoe. No I really like.
3: Just I them. I have quite a few pairs. I actually think they're very they're very nice.
0: Well, then. All right, what are we talking about here? Chucko boots. Chukka, Chuka C H U K. Felix
1: has no idea, and he's going to "Hey, I
0: think it's two Ks."
1: Other wonderful members of the campus decant site, check the chat really quick and vote for our good friend. Oh Colin. my god,
2: I would never wear these. I mean, you guys can, but that's I a just said I what would is never is Who is like? Who is, I, I'm who just saying, you get? if I if I just had to look at feet, if I just had to look at feet, I would say, oh, a white person is wearing these. That's what I would.
3: That's what i say? Well, was, I okay,
0: wait, 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 wait. I'm wait. offended.
3: What what was what was the uh the white person thing we were talking about the other day, The Office? And now you watch The Office.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that shit was funny. Yeah.
3: Well, apparently was, the got office
2: got was only for white people off. until
3: Felix started watching. Somebody directed it. Me, it
2: a, a friend of mine directed me to some episodes that were funny. And we start to a season, and we started from the beginning of that season. And so, you know, I understood all the jokes for in the next episodes. It was funny.
0: Now we just need to get Felix into Always Sunny. Although I don't know, I'm not sure we'll ever get him into that one.
2: So we, I've had this conversation with our folks in the in the Slack that there are references that black people just don't get. Seinfeld references, (laughs) The Office references. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, What else? Those are three of the big ones because you all said, I'm like, where is that from? And I just don't get it. Right, Maybe I should draft like a notice notice. We do not understand these references. I still, I'm still not going to get you the Office
3: references because I've only seen like eight episodes. So. Do you, Did you see the that. episode where, uh, Michael Scott's ordering pizza? He's like, yes. white people like pizza. Black from... people like pizza. Wait. Well, they were ordering
2: pizza, like, pizza? From like two different, like a cafe and a kitchen. There was a difference between Alfredo's between, right?
0: Pizza Cafe and Pizza by Alfredo. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> Would you rather
0: have a good. lot of average pizza or a medium amount of really good pizza? <laughs> a medium <laughs> amount of really good pizza. A medium
2: <laughs> amount of really good
0: pizza. <laughs> Sorry. I've seen every episode of The Opposite. Probably eight or nine times. I love that show. <laughs> oh, I yeah. there
2: was a scene. Okay, there's the there's the episode, and this made me like I was laughing for a little while. There's the episode where Michael Scott hits the lady with the car, and he said he walked into the <laughs> office and unfortunately, the lady was hit. You know, by a car this morning. I was in the car that hit. What's her name? You know the character's Meredith. name, Meredith. Meredith. Meredith was hit by a car. Yeah. I was in the car that hit Mer- Meredith. And then at the end of that episode, Michael shares his sucker with Meredith in the hospital. <laughs> Meredith puts it in her mouth my- <laughs> and, and he gives it back to him. And Michael's like, no, you can no, keep no, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny. I don't know why people are still watching this. They're still, they're still, we're just talking about me discovering the office.
3: That was fun. Do you think Austin, do you think Felix would like better call Saul? We
2: were chatting about that today. I saw all of uh the show the show that Breaking better off. Of. Breaking Bad? Yeah, Breaking, Breaking, Bad. Bad. Did you like Breaking Bad. Did you like Breaking Bad?
0: No, I did not. Okay. But you watched the I, whole thing?
2: I didn't like Breaking Bad not because of how it was acted, but like because of how it was shot. Everything in that Thing is green, and I just don't like the way the cinematography of that particular show. Um, then you would hate it's just that not attractive. attractive.
3: Also.
0: Yeah, it's shot the same way. It's great, though. Very yeah, similar. Great. It really Chris, is. Great. Chris and I were talking about it earlier today. Yeah,
3: it's really good. My
2: favorite shows, and I don't watch a lot of TV, my favorite shows are for some reason they're always on FX. Louie. I don't even know if you can say that anymore. But when it was on Atlanta, Atlanta, I think Atlanta is excellent. Especially this last season, which is very controversial. Because there are a lot of one off episodes where you know the characters aren't advancing the storyline and it's just nonsense. I wouldn't say nonsense, it's just they're just one off episodes. And then um Dave, I think Dave is a really
3: good show. I like Dave. Ooh. So. The, is
0: that the Little Dicky show? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. never watched Dave or Louie. Yeah, okay,
3: I've seen it. Dave is good.
1: And I he just probably, found out about you. Probably him. like it Austin. Probably
2: L- Little Dicky watching that show because I believe in you know the TV that
0: FX makes. So I've never been a Louis C.K. guy. Isn't he Louis? Isn't that his show? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, I was never a yeah. Louis C.K. guy.
2: Top five comedians.
0: Certainly
3: no longer a Lucy K. guy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. He's still funny. I mean, get canceled. Sean
1: Watts is still a good quarterback, right? So,
2: (laughs) I mean, they paid him $250 million. I hope he is. Listen, Brian Regan, number one. Dave Chappelle, I think, number two.
3: Okay, I can get on board. Although he's canceled too.
2: Bill Burr. Bill Bird number
0: three. Oh, there we go, Kane. Thank you.
2: I, I'm sorry, but I have to put Louie in there. I don't know, and then I want to put Chris Rock in there. In there, but I just I'm not I'm not a big uh, more recent Chris Rock guy.
3: But Brian Regan, his Brian sketches in the '90s were very good.
2: I just but he I had a whole yeah, bunch of really great sketches.
3: Max. Almost none of
0: well, my top five. Dave yeah, the
2: same are way though, five, which is hilarious. Who's well? Give me, give me yours.
0: And no particular order. I'm a big Mike Birbiglia guy. I think he's really, really funny. I really like. I mean, I do.
2: Oh like wait, Bir- let me. I didn't say five. I'll put Tom Segura.
1: Tom Segura in number, in number I three. do
0: like Tom Segura. I don't know if he. Found I love my top Tom five.
1: Segura. Him and um. Do you guys listen to Two Bears One Cave? Uh, I don't know how to say his last mm-hmm. name. It's hilarious. I almost peed myself laughing at their podcast yesterday. Bert, uh, I don't know how to say his name. Bert, his Kreischer. last name, what? Bert Kreischer. Sure, yeah, yeah. They have a podcast together. It's 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 absolutely hilarious. It would it Kreischer's really good. He did that. this. He they did give, the stand uh, up
2: with no shirt on. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yeah. The, I am the machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they give a uh, really good uh, tips for you know if you want to be able to drink a lot and also lose weight. They just talked about uh, there's a certain tequila you should drink because it doesn't cause you to be hungover. There's less sugar in it something else. Uh, I don't know. They talk a lot about Roe v. Wade. There's a bunch of other stuff. It's very funny.
2: Austin, we're, we're going to talk Roe v. Wade the next uh, next show,
0: right? I'll be gone. I do,
2: I do want to know your top five. We interrupted
0: you. I, not in any particular order, but Chappelle, Dave Birbiglia, John Mulaney, Nate Bragazzi um, probably up there for me. Oh, fifth, yeah. Nate, got some, yeah. fifth one's pretty tough i mean so i, I personally am not a huge norm guy mm-hmm. but i think just like his genius almost just like default puts him in my top five because he just like is like no like nobody will ever be basically like norm like he completely changed comedy so i think i have to put him in my top five even if i don't like love love
2: him norm would probably be my number one um talk show guest
0: because some of I think you're a, cli- huh? oh, you a big moth. They're just
2: huh? Oh, the moth
0: joke best. fan. Isn't? Didn't he do that talk on Letterman? Talk show,
2: talk yeah. show,
0: talk Yeah, show. he didn't. He do the moth joke on
3: Letterman. Yeah, the moth, the I moth joke. I don't,
2: I don't remember. I don't know the moth. Joke.
3: Oh, you gotta watch. You gotta watch the moth joke after this. It's I great. know that he
2: he'll, he'll he'll string a joke out a long time, which I just love. Like he'll string it out and
1: string it out and string it out. Oh, I love that. All, All right, right. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna text the joke. Is, you'll love it. I'll find it. It really does, Kane. It, it's hilarious. It's one, one of I, my very few yours? non-sports podcasts that I listen to. Um, I don't know. I don't birds. really watch a lot of comedians. Uh, I mean, some of my, I guess, favorite specials that I've watched. Uh, I mean not in any particular order. So I don't know John Mulaney as well. I know like my wife loves him too. So does my sister. I don't, I haven't watched a lot of his stuff. Um, uh, probably would have, I mean, I like some of Kevin Hart stuff. So I probably have him in mind. I like Dave Chappelle, uh, Tom Segura. I love Robin Williams old stuff. I don't know how much you guys have seen his. Like I'm a big fan of Robin Williams. I think his is really good. And one that i don't know why because he's very like sick and depraved and just i really like i don't know if you guys have heard andrew schultz i think he's hilarious like i will fucking get on tiktok and watch his videos for like hours on end just because it's fucking he does a lot of uh what crowd work it's not necessarily a lot of stand-up like he'll start with stand-up stuff but then like he'll go right into like crowd work and like working people like i'm he he's someone that like, I really would like to go every time he comes to Texas. I have something going on and I can't catch him live, but he's someone I would really love to go watch live. sometime. like he's, he's hilarious. he's just been blowing up. I'd say probably in like the past year or so, but he he's really good.
0: Interesting. I'm not a big fan of crowd work. I understand that it takes a lot to do it as someone who did stand up like four times, but
1: uh, yeah, it's really good. Shit, also, you just should watch stand up at the expo. And tell me, tell me what you think. But. <laughs> yeah.
0: The one, so I will, the other, I want to throw this name out here because I actually like don't like his stuff at all, but I thought that inside was like the most brilliant thing I've ever seen is Bo Burnham. Like, I don't like Bo Burnham at all. I generally just think he's not funny, but I thought inside was genius. If anybody saw that, it was like the one that he did by himself at his home, like no budget over the pandemic. It's really, really funny. The outtakes are really, really funny too. Uh, like. It's also very,
3: it's also very um think of the word. I don't want to use deep because deep is corny, but like it hits on things that you really don't see a lot of other comedians hit on. Like I think he does it extremely well too. And I, I, I mean I don't really like bro either, but like I I generally agree. Like I, I think he really mastered the art of comedic storytelling. I think I watched Season that special like three
0: it. times when it first came out like in like a 2 It's span. very. Deep. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So,
2: I, I mean, I, was I tried to watch that.
0: Old Chappelle show. So I've
2: tried to watch that inside special so many times and I just, I'm like, I don't get what's so special about this. And I've not been able to make it through, but I've got some food coming. And I'm going to try to watch it tonight.
0: Do it. And report back. Do you have a special for us to watch in exchange, Felix?
2: Oh, that's a good one. Dion Cole. Dion Cole, Cole hearted.
0: There you go. All right. I have it saved on here. It's on Netflix sweet. It is. Is that it? Yeah, let's let's end it there. Dion Cole.